drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Touch, touch, touchdown, Detroit Lions. Detroit Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid drinkers, what's going on, everybody? This is your host. You know who it is. It's your boy, Okri, on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, talking that Detroit Lions. And a couple weeks to training camp, rookies reporting, vets coming in, football being back. I can't believe it's right around the corner. So you know the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, the constant here on the show, the guy that makes sound bites, yells into the microphone, and loves Jared Goff's back on the show, (laughs) Chops. Buddy, you're back. Let's let's talk some Lions football, man. Three weeks in a row, Oakry. Woo! Countdown is on a training camp, baby. Let's go. Let's do this, Choppy. Like, I think I'm just gonna like. Sometimes we have a script, which is really like one or two bullets, uh, maybe a couple sentences that gets us through a show. But you, can you hear that on that end? I'm crumpling it up because I thought we go old school today. We just sort of like two buddies, like me and you have been for years and years now. Turn the microphones on, talk Lions football. Maybe get in a few arguments, maybe challenge each other with a few questions, maybe talk about some hot topics, maybe dabble in some other Detroit sports, but mostly focus on our Lions training camp preview. What are these rookies going to do and everything else in between? Are you ready to to just chop it up? Pun intended. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, listen, you know, sometimes it's nice to have a script. Sometimes it's nice to have an outline or a... a, uh, a catchphrase for the pod, but this week I think the gloves are off. This one's just going to be called Chops versus Oakry Showdown to Training Camp. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we know if it's Oakry versus Chops, we know what's going to happen, right? I mean, you you know that, right? Yeah, I'm going to put you in your place and layeth the smacketh <laughs> down. That's where you were just supposed to say, yeah, of course I know what's going to happen, and then the audience and everybody has no clue what's going to happen, but we both know. And I'm gonna kill you, and you think you're gonna beat me. So it is what it is, man. Let's let's get into this. There's no time to mess around, like I often say on the show. Chaps, I want to throw this at you, man. I mean, we probably talked about it on previous shows or whatever, but I, I'm like getting this 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 feeling uh, that that Jack Campbell is the ultimate wild card for this Detroit Lions defense. He, he wouldn't have been my top pick. He he has some things that I am concerned about on tape, but I love his character and I love. Everybody loves a linebacker that runs, hits, loves football, wears the hard hat. I mean, is this guy going to be like the Detroit Colt legend right away? Is he going to be like everyone's favorite? Or is it going to be like four or six games into the season and we're going to be like, why isn't he playing as much? Or why is this guy not uh, dominating on the football field? What's your take? 
Okri, before we even dive into that, buddy, I feel like I have to like I'm gonna have to take a jab at you right away because this is like the fourth or fifth time you've brought up Jack Jack Campbell to me. So I'm just gonna have to call you Gator. <laughs> like, are we rolling? Are we going like Gator style? Oh, we, we no. got our prototypical linebacker. So that's all we're gonna talk about. Um, so all right, Okri Gator, let's talk about it. Okay, yes, Kool-Aid Jack Campbell's gonna be impactful. You know, the cornbread muffin and all that. That guy? You compare exactly me to that right. guy? That's exactly. Oh right. no, <laughs> that guy. That guy. So let's talk Jack Campbell. We'll, we'll dedicate this segment to uh, to the old Gator on the 97 won the ticket. So yeah, Jack Campbell's going to be impactful right away, man. He is not going to mess around. I don't expect there to be any easing him into it. I expect this guy to come into training camp ready to go, prepared to battle with Fabio and Barnes and Rodrigo if he's healthy, to take that spot and command the field right away. Now, he's still a rookie. He's not, you know, it's not a free agent signing. It's a kid that's got to get used to the NFL. But, uh, dude, this guy is a no-nonsense kind of kid. He's not messing around. I think he's coming in, and he's going to have an impact right away, just like Hutch did. The, the reason I bring him up right off the top, too, and unfortunately you compared me to that uh, the midday show that we rip on because all they do is talk about linebackers, is because Doug Karsh loves this guy. He acts like he's a Hall of Famer already, and, like, I didn't think that, and now I'm like warming up going like number 46 for the Detroit Lions might be an absolute stud from day one, and that would make a huge impact. So I, I'm I'm I, I'm TBD, let's see, uh, you know me, but <laughs> like I think this guy, it's, it's going to be north or south pole in my opinion. I can't wait to see it. So uh, yeah, he, he's, he's like number one with a bullet for me on, on once camp gets started and once this team starts balling. So what do you got? What's, what's something on? your brain throw throw something at me man let me let me show you how this is done let's go well so you know and again i'm going to retort you here so you know we had you know on the afternoon show that we like to talk about we got doug and gator but like is our counter to that like oaks and oaks and chops or oak and chops like what what what's our what's our tag team matchup here and how do we match up against those guys in a tag team match by the way uh my wwe buddy i i think we could take them uh uh I I definitely I mean we could take them. There's no question. Uh, they they seem like good people, you know, good dudes. Sometimes they start talking about that sport we shall not speak of, or I don't know, maybe their pets a little too much, or hey, you know, it's National uh, Who Gives a Crap Day about something that nobody cares. So we we don't do any of that. We straight up talk ball here on the show. But as long as we're not this guy, we're good. You know why? Because I'm not a Kool Aid drinker. We don't want you. <laughs> so I'd rather be in the afternoon than the late afternoon, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely take him down at tag team, no doubt. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. And I agree with you 100% on, on, on that guy that uh, we'll just give him the double X's here in the afternoon. But anyway, so I'm going to throw one to you, man. Uh, reading an article the other day but uh, ESPN, it said that Cam Sutton is our X factor player for the season. And that got me thinking, like... Do you agree with this? Like, is he is he an X factor of all the of all the guys on the squad now? Is is how this guy comes out and performs really going to dictate how we how we end this season? Or is there another guy that you have in mind? Oh man, Cam Sutton's an incredible one for me because you brought him up. Wasn't at the top of my list. Lions sign him. Comes in here, says everything right, does everything right. Takes the numero uno jersey. Um, and then I start looking at his age, like 28. I, I don't know that he's got any Pro Bowls under his belt. You know, we're kind of hyping him up as this CB1, no doubt, for this football team. Um, but how does he compare across the league? 
Cam Sutton for me falls in that same category of love the guy, love his mentality, need to see him on the field in a Lions uniform, and if he can galvanize that group, if he can um, make that big impact that we're all kind of already penciling in. But I, I just need to see him gel with all these other guys and be that leader. I think he'll be that leader. I just need the play to be better than a, any corner we've had in a long time, you know, to to get this defense where it needs to go. That's kind of where I'm at with Cam. But I, I love the dude. I hope, it, I hope he balls out, seriously. Yeah, you know, the more I thought about it, thinking about new players on the team, um, I, you know, actually a different guy kind of came to mind. And uh, this is where we're going to, you know, cue the music because I think I'm going to token a new nickname. Um, and it's going to be Manny Mosley or Eminem because I think he is actually our X factor. I know he's coming off an injury. I know he will, may not be ready to go at the beginning of the season. But for me, the trajectory of this guy was on before his injury and how he played in San Francisco leading up to that injury. I think he's our X factor. I think if he comes out and he's healthy and he's playing on a level that he was playing on before, I actually think that guy can be the anchor of our secondary um, uh, behind all a lot of talent and a lot of names that people think before him. But uh, give me, give me Manny Mosley as our X factor in the secondary. I like him as an X factor. It's a great call. A not so great call by you is teeing me up for a potential big soundbite segment. Uh, on something that we've never played on the show, we don't we don't have M drops. We probably can't play those. We'd probably get in trouble on, on some level, or maybe it wouldn't because we don't care on the show. We do what we want to do. Um, but I, I, that same player, man, if he's healthy, and he's the kind of guy where he just needs that opportunity, and here he's definitely get that opportunity. So very anxious for him to get healthy, get on the football field, and see him as well. Hey, l- let me throw this one at you, man. Amon Ra. He's been doing the rounds. He's been on NFL Network. I think he took over the network for a day. And unfortunately, he put a Calvin Johnson game on. I don't know why you would do such a thing. Um, but he said he's all hype. The fans are hype. He's ready. He's got a notebook with his goals, with uh, all the people that were taken before him. This guy just looks like a absolute NFL pro he looks like a damn uh I don't know just like the perfect human being perfect football player um I think he's gonna ball my question to you is just is ARSB the serpent of death and Marvin are are they enough early on in the season can we just pepper 14 throw enough touchdowns to your boy and can Marv Jones, uh, you know, rep that zero and, and do some things? What do you think? Okay, I am not concerned at all about this uh, wide receiver group. I know we have uh, no hashtag JMO fast for the first uh, few games of the year. But listen, all my boy Amon Ra does is get like 14 targets a game, 10 catches, 120 yards. And Josh Reynolds is the serpent of death is going to get his targets. He's going to be a big tar, uh, be a big target. And I think he's going to actually be kind of an X factor that takes over for the DJ Chark role. And dude, again, Marvin Jones, Jr. All he does is just make plays. 
right? Like I know everybody's, oh, he's old. It's his second time around with the team. He dropped his, you know, his, but the guy can still ball. Like when you need a big catch, Marvin's going to be there. And another little guy that everybody just keeps forgetting about. I know I make fun of him on the show. It's Raymond Khalif. It's Khalif Raymond. Take your pick. <laughs> but that guy, he, he's, he's got some sneaky skills, man. So don't underestimate him in the mix of there as well. So, I am just fine with this wide receiver group. I know people are talking about, oh, should, should we add a big name wide receiver? You know, if we made a trade, D hop, do this. No, dude, I'm fine with the four guys that we got rolling in until we get hashtag JMO fast in week seven. Yeah, I I hope, you know, ARSB just fills up the stat sheet. Um, you know, I, I do like your take too. I think that Marvin's a true pro. Um, he, he can definitely still do some things both over the top and, uh, you know, run all the routes, which you got to love. So I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, all works out as well. So basically chops, you're telling people, uh, you're telling people about that, that training you talk about here on the show. Is that what you're doing? Is that why it's going to be okay? Well, listen, okay. I mean, that's a whole nother topic, but you know that we're going to be okay with my boy, JG 16, all aboard the hashtag off train. All aboard! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I got that Thanks, one. In. All right. So, yeah, man. Uh, receivers are kind of, the, I think they'll get by, but it will be fun when the whole group is back. Uh, what else you got? Like I say, camps are around the corner. Uh, I know there's a lot of storylines and whatnot. Uh, actually, training camp was just on either today or yesterday and i caught a segment it just got me ultra hype again and uh you know there was just uh there's so many good good little tidbits i mean we're we're, we're right around the corner from that so i can't wait man yeah for me uh you know i'm gonna stick right along the line of like talking to this wide receiver right so there's been a lot of rumor innuendo speculation that the rams have been looking at making a deal um, you know, we've already heard, we've heard some rumors about Stafford. We've heard some rumors about Donald. We've heard some rumors about cup. So really for me, my question to you is, uh, you know, if we had to make a choice and we were going to make a deal with the Rams, which extreme do you prefer? Would you be interested in bringing say a Cooper cup here, uh, to fill that wide receiver hole that people seem to think that we have, or would you be more interested in getting, you know, like the third best interior defensive, uh, play monster in Aaron Donald here? Chops, this is this is a shout out for all the people that have been listening to the Kool Aid Cast since day one. A lot of you would get a kick out of this, Chops. You might not even get the get the joke, but it is what it is. Chops, is that a real question? Really? Is that a real question? <laughs> that is a real question, and I get the kickback, buddy. But yeah, I, te- I teed it up. It's it's a softball. It's on a tee. Get the bat out. Crush it, man, man. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna have to censor that out. Sport we shall not speak of. You brought it up even in uh, metaphor. It doesn't. It's not allowed on the show. But I mean, gosh, this is ridiculousness. This is that radio garbage. This is I got nothing else to write or talk about. Let me throw this out in the ether. Like I can't. I don't know where it came from. But like you say, I I know people are just out there putting out content, which is fine. Cooper Cup's not coming here. The Lions aren't in a space really to rent Aaron Donald. This makes no sense financially. It doesn't make sense on the football field. It's not even worth talking about. But since you made me talk about it, if we had to get one of the two, I'm not getting a little a slot catch wide receiver. 
I might be interested in renting Aaron Donald for a half a season, a season and a half. If he came here yoked up and we said, just go kill the quarterback, please. Um, we'll figure out the, the rest of it later. I mean, that is a little intriguing to me, but like I say, it's just one of those, I hate to kill it, but it's not going to happen. It doesn't make sense. But seeing 99 in the Lions uniform and just killing quarterbacks and blowing up the defense, uh, that'd probably be worth the price of admission for a couple of years. Yeah, totally real agree. Look, we got the cap space. I would absolutely love this deal. I am in the same camp as you, though. It just, I just can't see it happening. Um, and I don't, for the life of me, know or understand why people want Amon Ra 2.0 in Cooper Cup. Like, they are legit the exact same player. I mean, this is not a knock on Cooper Cup. I love Cooper Cup, um, but I have Cooper Cup in Amon Ra. So why do I need another one? Um, that, that and, I, and, and another one. And by the way, another one that cost me seventeen million dollars this year, twenty nine million dollars the year after that, twenty you know or whatever it is, twenty seven oh, million dollars the year. Like, no, I don't need it. But but my only quick counter to that, and we're in our our RSO fantasy league where you have to balance the books. You you can't be one of these owners that just we're not going to be able to go cheap all day, all year, every year. At some point, you're going to have to pay your guys and you're going to have to pay studs. So I don't want one of these ridiculous contracts that's going to kill our team if it doesn't work out perfectly. But I'm not going to try to nickel and dime my whole life with the Detroit Lions and draft every player, never re-sign anybody to a big deal. They're going to have to to pony up for the right people at the right time. And I don't think that's Donald or Cup, but I'm saying, um, you know, it's 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 got to happen here soon, either with a big addition or keeping our own pen A. And, and that's my one thing I brought up on the show, which it sounds like you're in agreement. I feel like there's a very good chance that Amon Ra is the next Cooper Cup catching a million balls, perfect on and off the field, uh, knows defenses left and right, going to be in a bunch of, uh, you know, media pieces. Like, I think this is the next guy. I really do from a PPR perspective, if you love fantasy football or just from a the guy that you're going to have to not only pay but keep around for a long time and you're going to be happy to do so. Yeah, he's going to get paid, Okri. I mean, he's, he's, he is going to hit his third year this year. Um, I fully expect Brad Holmes to uh, throw, you know, throw the money bank right at him and give him the bag because we don't want this guy hitting free agency. He's going to get paid, and I want to keep him because you're right. He's just that good guy on and off the field, can make the plays. He's already proven it. He's only in year two. He's going to be even better in year three. Um, and he's got a real rapport with our quarterback, so – uh, yeah, this guy's going to get paid and, but I do, you know, again, I'm not opposed to spending money. I just don't want to go spend $29 million on Cooper cup when I got to give, you know, some of the, some of our own guys, some, some money here in the, in the years to come. Exactly. Now I want to, I want to throw two things at you. One I heard today before we got recording where people are starting to back off of Jameer Gibbs. They're like, Oh, you know, this national writer said that Jameer Gibbs maybe isn't that much of an upgrade, and maybe they should have just kept DeAndre Swift, and, like, they started going on and on about, well, we don't even know what we have. And I'm like, did you ever see the guy play? <laughs> uh, you know, did you ever see Swift play? Because we kind of knew what we had there after a couple of years. I'm not going to claim that I was always out on Swift. You know, I, I rooted for him. I liked the, some of the plays he made. But it's pretty obvious by the time the Lions were ready to move on that 
His the dog wasn't there. His shoulder pads kept getting bigger. He kept getting hurt. Um, you know, kept trying new helmets, new visors. You know, whatever he was doing that was more than he was doing on the football field most times. So it's like. I think we're, we definitely have an upgrade in this kid, Jameer Gibbs, and I don't know why people are starting to doubt and be like, oh, I'm not sure what he can do. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe, you know, what is he really going to be? I mean, this guy's a dynamic offensive football player. We know that first and foremost. So I'll throw that at you to kind of say, like, is that is that love just absolute bula bula, as you say on the show? And another one I want to throw at you as a combo meal is is Broderick Martin. I, I heard that his nickname is Big Homie, which is incredible. Incredible. I absolutely love that. But I don't love the fact that people are just acting like a third round pick that should have been a fifth round pick is going to be some dominant force in the middle and he's just going to play all these snaps and where we got a gem again. I mean, I, I don't see it on tape. So, I mean, it, what do you really expect from this guy? Really? Okay, that's a hell of a combo meal there. We're talking running backs, and we're talking we're talking uh, another guy who we threw through the nickname Big in front of. So uh, let me get started with my boy Gibbs. <laughs> yeah. Whoever had the take that we don't know what we're getting in Gibbs, and maybe Swift, Swift <clears throat> Doug Kirsch, just shut the hell up. Okay, shut the hell up. DeAndre Swift, we know what we had. We had an injury-ridden guy who showed flashes, who is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. By the way. And in Jameer Gibbs, we have a straight-up weapon. Again, I will bang the drum. Most complete running back in this draft. We have him for five years, people. And we have him at a cheap, cheap price. So the guy is durable in college. He's going to continue to be durable. He's going to be the lightning to our thunder in Dimani. The guy's going to be all over the field. He can catch. He can rush. So I don't want to hear any hate on Jameer Gibbs, okay? This kid's going to be a star. If you don't think that's the case, then you can just... uh, Then when he is, I don't want to hear you back. So... (laughs) listen to the recording and I don't want to hear any junk on it. And as far as Broderick Martin goes, I'll be quick and brief. I have no freaking idea, man. Like Dan Campbell saw something. Brad Holmes saw something. The staff saw something. They said, Hey, this he's a projected fifth. Let's get him in the third. I have no clue what this guy is going to be. I trust my coaching staff. I haven't seen the tape to say that, that, that that's a pick there, but look, they have an act for finding guys late that are something and maybe they knew something we didn't. Another team was going to swoop in. They really loved the kid. And so they grabbed him. For me, I'm going to use your catchphrase, TBD, if you ask me. Not really sure, but I hope he does well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So much good stuff right there. I mean, for all you people that jumped out of your seats when Amir Abdullah made one move in preseason, wait to see Jameer Gibbs cut it loose. That's all I got to say. And like I say, big homie's got to show me a little something. Um, before I start just penciling him in as some stud DT nose tackle. But, um, you know, we hope he plays well, as you said. Um, Chops, let's do this. Before we get our great sponsors in here, take a break. We got so much more uh, just content off top of our head, previews, stuff to talk about. Um, I, I just think this is a big training camp. We won't have hard knocks. We will have JMO out there. Um, you know, the coach is ready to roll. This team has been upgraded with new excitement, new talent levels. I, I think it's just a great time. We have all the buzz in the world in the league, but need to stay healthy, need to have a tough, solid strong training camp and these these rookies got to come to play man to help get us over the hump and it's got to start from practice one preseason game one 
regular season game one. This is no like, hey, catch in week seven, we'll get hot again. No, we got to get rolling. So that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, for me, training camp, it's about staying healthy uh, and getting these, getting the new guys acclimated with the coaching staff and the schemes and getting these rookies up to par. Those are the three focuses for me. Um, we are relatively healthy right now. I think uh, right now we're projected to have maybe four guys um, either on the pup or on the injured list going into the season. And that includes Hooker, which we knew. And that includes Mosley, which we knew. Um, I heard that our boy uh, Onzarike hurt himself in OTA. So that one's, you know, a little bit of a shocker. Um, but, or I'm sorry, that was Rodrigo. Rodrigo hurt himself in OTAs. And that was, so that one's a little bit of a shocker. And then for, o and then Onzarike, man, just, just get your back right and be able to play. Cause I, I need to see you on the field more than I have. Um, but for me, health is a big one going into training camp uh, with those four guys starting out on the pup list. And then let's get these rookies acclimated. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of highlights of some of our new weapons making people look silly on the field. And uh, and then I can't wait to see this this revamp secondary. I want to see them all out there ball hawking, hitting and just having a great old time with uh, with Aaron Glenn out there. It's going to be incredible, man. I know some people have been sleeping, sort of been out, you know, on the lake and traveling and all that. You you better get ready for football in a couple weeks. So drink some of that Detroit Kool-Aid. I didn't even fill up your glass for the show. We got to do that for the break. Drink it in, man. Double-sided cornbread. You know how we do it. Corn Cornbread. Everybody, please listen to our sponsors. Really helps out the show. We'd love you to share it with a friend, um, donate, um, you know, hit that subscribe button, do all those great things, leave a review, whatever you want to do. It really helps us out. But uh, we're coming back with with more heat, man. We've got a ton more to talk about about this football team and lots of other topics. So everybody, we'll be right back. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You can put franchise tags on guys. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. Kool-Aid drinkers are back. Thank you so much for listening to the pod. Thank you for checking out those sponsors. Thank you for drinking that Detroit Lions Kool-Aid as well as repping our team, repping our city. Um, lots of excitement going on with Detroit sports. So before we get into the second half of the show, this is normally where I like shout you guys out on Twitter and I got to admit Life's been crazy, it's been hectic or whatever. I, I didn't bookmark any of you guys. I didn't give any shouts. But I think last week I did about 20, 25 people here on the show. So if you didn't hear that show, go back and listen. Your name probably got dropped. Your Twitter handle probably got dropped. And uh, I'll just do my quick brag about fantasy football that I'm whooping people up right now in the Detroit Kool-Aid cast 
all 22 PFF fantasy league that we just started. That's 53 players per team. You even draft offensive linemen. I'm absolutely killing it. I'm not going to go through my team, but I've already got the trophy. I'm having so much fun in so many other fantasy leagues. If you ever want to compete with the best, hit me up on Twitter at Derek Oakry, and I will get you in one of my million leagues that I do, and I'll probably beat you. So that that's that's all I got. Chops, you got any shouts or any, any whooping up you want to do before we start talking Lions and Detroit sports? Oh, listen, okay, man. Yeah, there's been so much good dialogue going on the Twitterverse uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, obviously, big week with uh, hashtag choppy hockey and my Red Wings hashtag Let's Go Red Wings. Um, but lots of Lions fans jumping in on the on the uh, on the Red Wings action. So I'm loving it, man. I get quick shout out to uh, you know Ly- at Lions Uncensored Lions fan eight sixty Rob Trevino and Mark with a C. Uh, who have been talking lots of uh, lions and, and wings with me the last couple of weeks over the Twitterverse. So really loving it, man. Great stuff, man. I, I know I was trying to uh, keep tabs with you on hashtag chubby hockey, red wings, making a big trade. A lot of times I ask you like what the plan is and you sound just like me with the lions. You, you sell it high. You always tell me this guy's going to be great. That guy's going to be awesome. And then in like two years, if they don't work out, you just kind of brush it under the rug. (laughs) It's kind of that red Kool-Aid that you got going. But I tried to definitely share your stuff. I'm hyped about our hockey team, our basketball team, and our football team. And then there's a sport we shall not speak of. So lots of good stuff going on, man. And I definitely love you pumping out that content. Everybody go give them a follow at Chops in the D. Yeah. Give me a quick follow for uh, for any for everything Lions and Red Wings, uh, man. I don't really I don't really speak about the sport we shall not speak of, and you're our Pistons insider, so I leave that talk to you. Even though I know uh, your boy B Stew just got paid, but uh, the big news of the week is uh, we got the cat. We got the cat, baby. That would be Alex. That's gonna be a drop. It's gonna be a drop. There it is. Mark it. I love it because, yeah, we got the cat, man. Stevie Y did his magic. We end up trading for a a two-time 40-goal scorer. You know, we paid less than what Ottawa paid to get him for a year last year, and now we get him for four years. Uh, Didn't have to give up a whole lot. We got a lot of choices with the first rounder that goes over to the Ottawa Senators. So, you know, my boy, Stevie Y, with the hashtag (laughs) eyes are playing, just taking people to the woodshed and beating them up. And uh, this team's going to make the playoffs. Market. Oh. What choppy said. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Now we'll, we'll get back to our beloved Lions here in a second. But this is exactly what I'm talking about, about the red Kool-Aid and the spin here. So wasn't it like a show ago, maybe two shows ago, when I threw this at you and like, oh, I don't know if I want, oh, he's too small. Oh, I'd rather do this. I'd rather do that. And now you're just absolutely dipping yourself in that Red Wings butter and just loving it up when it happened. I mean, all I want is goals. All I want is playoffs. All all I want is eventual Stanley Cups. And I continually ask you, hey, Choppy, when are the Wings going to actually do something? When are they going to win again? Oh, they could, they should be playoff contenders this year, Oakery. That was like in, oh, you know, that was like 14, 15, 16 when you were telling me that stuff. It's 2023 now, man. Like, eventually, we'll get this going again. But, uh, yeah, I love how you, you just, you're in love with it now. It's awesome. Well, look, if you <laughs> followed me on Twitter and you... <laughs> saw my post on when we made the trade for Mr. 
Alex Dabrinkit. You would have heard me say that I mentioned him on the pod and I was not very high on it because of his size. (laughs) Um, However, that was before our free agent class where we signed a whole bunch of studs that are physical beasts (laughs) and uh, they can protect him. So it was okay to go and get a 5-7-40 goal scorer uh who you know lacks size but uh he's got the playmaking ability so we got guys around to protect him now which we have we lost when we look at didn't have uh when we let Bertuzzi go so uh love his goal scoring potential he's a smart kid he's a small kid he's a local kid um and we've got the complimentary cast to put around him and uh man with that that guy on Dylan Larkin's line if they go him Larkin and Raymond dude that that line is going to be absolute fire next year. Well, I, I hope they get it together. I know you like it because again, Stevie got him cheap. He got the term. He got the, all the stuff that you always look for in all these signings. Um, I hope it works out. I, I love hockey. I definitely want to get down to a game here again at some point if possible. But um, I, I want to throw this one at you, Choppy. I want to throw this. Uh, you know, we're, you, you came up with a nickname. We got CJGJ. That's your GJ, I think is how you put it. Like, is he going to be, like, not only so good, is this city going to love him up so much? What percentage chance would you put about this guy just, like, loving the D, repping the D, and being here for three, four years for this team? I could see it happening. Well, listen, okay, so here's the thing. First of all, he was CJ, my GJ. Last week he was actually my DJ, uh, so he must have been playing some some techno songs in the background. So he went from CJ to GJ to DJ. Now I think we're just gonna have to go back to CJ. That's my GJ because I just think it just flows better. But uh, I would love to have this guy around for the next couple of years. Um, my optimism and my percentage of that happening is is not good man because i think he's gonna ball out and i think some somebody's gonna swoop in and pay this dude some stupid stupid money that we are not going to be able to to afford next year um i would love it i would love for him to stay i'd love for him to take you know he he did he took a prove it a prove it deal a one-year prove it deal and i think he's gonna prove it and then he's gonna make bank and uh, I think some team is going to be able to throw a lot of money at him. So, unfortunately, I do not see CJ, that's my GJ, sticking around in the D for uh, for many years to come, unfortunately. But but the reason I told Brad Holmes to pick up the phone and then he listened to me and he went and did this and got this player is because he is Detroit. This is like a Detroit ball player. This is a D. A, W, G, like, I'm right with you. I think he's going to play incredible, but I think he's going to get so much love from the city. He's going to be like, man, I might I might just want to stay in Detroit. I might just be Detroit now. Like, I, I could see it happening, man. This guy is going to be so much fun to watch, talking so much noise, making plays. I, I can't wait to see it, man. It's going to be incredible. I hope so. I really do hope so. I hope he falls in love with the city. I hope he falls in love with the staff. Um, I think it would be a huge boost if we go far in, in the playoffs or, or, you know, or go to the promised land all the way. I think that may weigh big on him too. Um, he, he, he probably, you know, he probably will love what we're building here. If he wants to be a part of it and he's willing to take a, a Detroit discount, I think he, he could stay, but man, I don't know. Uh, these guys don't, their careers are not long and they want to get paid and I don't blame them. They deserve the money, 
but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so, Okri, because I like him. I think he's going to ball out. I, I would love to see that guy perusing the field with Kirby Joseph and, and you know, your boy Tracy Walker, uh, if he's healthy, um, for a long time. I, but, I don't hey, think people are going to uh, realize it. They're not going to realize it till the real season gets going of what this guy can do and what kind of impact he's going to make. They're sleeping on it still. They are. And I know people accused me of, you know, drinking a little too much Kool-Aid on him last week. Uh, I got a lot of a lot of love or a lot of hate <laughs> on the Twitterverse and a little bit of hate Drink from you in, too. Uh, but I'm telling you, man, this this dude, this guy's ten picks. <laughs> Give him ten. <laughs> Never uh, been done ever. Oh, dude, he's he's gonna be the man. He's gonna be the man. So, but hey, let me ask you. Let me throw this one out at you. Oh, great! Like going into training camp. Um, you know, we've got, you know, I think we have our core set, but is there any free agent out there that still piques your interest that you still might think like, man, this guy's out there. Maybe, a, maybe a camp casualty, a uh, guy who might get cut, who wants to come to the D and prove it. Like, is there anybody, a name out there too, that is just like sticking out to you that we, you would love to add to this team to kind of put us over the top? Oh man. It, unlike your earlier question, that's actually a good one. I, uh, I don't have kind of my what's left right in front of me. I, I guess if I'm going to go general on you, like I, I'm just not for these big swooping names you hear where people are still clamoring for D-hop. People are saying, oh, you know, go do this, do that. I already made my case for Chase Young. People, oh, that's not going to happen. Lions, you know, like I, all I can see the Lions doing at this point is sort of bringing in like a upper to mid-tier defender, whether it be uh, more of an impact, uh, you know, gosh, they, they seem pretty sad everywhere. Like, people saying, oh, they need this interior rusher. Like, I see lots of guys on the inside and the outside that can rush. They've already up, they've already invested in their linebackers. They've obviously went heavy on corners and safeties. So, you know, I, I just don't know where they could add other than like another solid D piece. Like maybe there's a guy they love Anzalone and they are hyping up Derek Barnes. But if you could get another backer that could run tackle, take the football away, make plays. I mean, that'd be something that might interest me as well as you can never have too many big bodies up front. Um, but I, I just don't know any names other than. The few that have been floated, which are more the spy in the sky. They, oh, like I heard this guy on ESPN. It's like, I don't really see them doing that now. But I know when camp starts and when some of these teams start getting crazy with their rosters, like there are going to be some options that could come in and aren't going to take like forever to get rolling. So I could definitely see Brad Holmes. I mean, I doubt he's saving that for rainy day. He's probably going to do something, but I don't have a name for you, unfortunately, but I do think there will be like a nice piece where you're like, Oh, that's going to help us. That's that'll work. (laughs) I just don't know who that is right now. Oh man. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, thanks for not answering. Um, that was a really great, that was a really, really nice way of not answering the question. So you, 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 you talked in circles, you got me all confused and then you didn't answer my question. So good work said, on your part. I said they're going <laughs> to add, but I don't have my database in front of me for free agents that are still, who can keep up with who's there and who's not in the NFL anymore. It's a bunch of stiffs out there, except for my boy, Kareem Hunt, but we're already set at running back. I don't know why he doesn't have a job. And then you're talking about, you hear this rumor and you went, Oh, Melvin Ingram. Yeah. I, I don't want him, but he could probably come here and give you a little something. Um, you know, who, who else is on the tip of our tongue? I mean, we've talked about a couple of linebackers. We really don't even need any more corners and stuff. So 
I gave you the runaround. I said they're probably going to add. I just, I'll have to, I'll have to tweet it. Maybe I'll tweet out five names. I'll do a little research for you. Give you, give you five names that interest me, which you'll laugh at. And other people will say, who's that? It's probably some young stud that nobody even knows. There you go. That's it. Listen, you've, you've committed to the people to respond on Twitter. I like it. Yes. Um, I, I'll, do. I'll, accept, I I'll accept your, I'll accept your response. And I, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm open to your next challenge. What do you got for me? Can I talk about Dan freaking Campbell? And, and here's what I want to talk about because everyone knows he's a great dude, awesome in the media. He's got this culture all turned around. Everyone loves him. My question to you, because you're Mr. Stats, you're Mr. Show Me What He's Done. Hey, w- w- let's talk about what what's real, not this potential that he has. Is Dan freaking Campbell, is he going to be able to out-coach other coaches? And I mean in the biggest moments. Is Dan Campbell, the alpha male of the species, going to be able to go for it on every fourth down? Is, you know, Talk about how he's going to fight everybody in a, in a landfill and he doesn't care if he got three toes and one ash. Is that all going to result not only to victories, but is he personally and his staff going to out-coach, out-think, out-execute other teams and other coaches, not just this year, but for years to come? That's my question to you. Yeah, Oakry, to me, this answer is, uh, this is a complicated question. So I think that Dan Campbell is going to out-coach people because he is a leader of men. He knows how to motivate the troops He has spent the last two seasons completely tearing down and rebuilding the culture of this team of bringing in the people that he wants, the coaching staff that he wants, the D-A-W-G dogs onto the roster. And then he sprinkled in a little bit of that cerebralness with your boy, Ben Genius. So I think that Dan Campbell is going to be actually considered for an NFL uh, coach of the year candidate this year. And it's not just because of how he's outsmarting coaches. It's how he has put together an entire package and how he will out coach by the culture that he has created by the mentality that his has. I mean, his guys will run through walls for him. I mean, I, you watch this guy at a presser. I want to run through a wall for him. I mean, I'm ready to throw down. I'm going to put me in the, I'm, you know, put me on the field coach. I'm ready to go. Like this guy just knows <laughs> how to push the right buttons. He's got the right staff around him. So the, the lions are where they are because of him. Well, let me say one thing real quick. That free agent ad that we'll do that'll help this team will not be at chops in the D that's for sure. We, we don't need uh, you on the football field, bro. The, okay, the other okay. thing is I, I agree with you because I think that some people, the SOL fans or people that don't live in Michigan are probably like, Oh, you know, they've been a little gimmicky and they've been too aggressive and that's going to run out. People are going to catch up to you. I, I really feel like Dan Campbell is a, the ultimate competitor. Like he's in the, he's in the room with his guys dialing up stuff, figuring out things like, I, I don't think this is some you know two three year run that he has. I feel like he is smart. He's a, a physical you know uh, he's a motivating coach. He's a leader of men as you said. All those things that are just going to take him very very far. And uh, I see them just ramping it up of being able to out scheme 
out coach. Okay, we did a few fake kicks and this and that. Well, what do you think we're going to do this year? They got no idea what we're going to bring. So I think it's just only going to continue. But he just needs to do it when those lights are brightest and uh, stack dubs. You know, none of it matters if you pull out a bunch of great schemes and plays or or say this in the media and then you you come come up short early in the season or you lose games in prime time. So I'm I'm excited about it, but I still just want Dan freaking Campbell to uh, take that next step as a head coach and really be the man on and off the field. Agree. His trajectory for this season is fantastic, right? After the first year, uh, you know, really, really, really tough year. The guy's crying after their first one at the podium. You can see he's full of passion to where we were last year. Halfway through the year, people were like, oh, did we mess up? Is Dan Campbell really guy? And then we rip off nine wins out of last 10 to finish the season. And this guy, the sky's the limit for him. Year three is going to be fantastic and it's sustainable. It's not, it's not a, uh, he's not a flash in the pan. This guy's the real deal. He's here in Detroit and we are going to be contenders for years to come, in my opinion. And I will ask you this. I am going to put you to the test now, my friend. I want a hashtag what Oki said moment because I want you to go on the pod. It is 7-Eleven. And I want to hear from you. One, how many games will we win in this season? Two, will we win the division? <laughs> and three, will we win a playoff game? Come on, Okri, give it to the people. Perhaps, I mean, if I'm going to answer this, I mean, uh, hold on a second. Drink it in. Uh... Cornbread, cornbread. All right, now I'm ready. Uh, I, this has been said. I am the ultimate hype man on this show. I don't need the NFL schedule to come out. I don't need to go game by game. I don't need to be like, let me pull up some stats. Let me get some metrics to see if we have a chance to win. I have been saying that the the bar always starts at 10. I was saying this when we had coaches like Schwartz and Marinelli (laughs) and others. I was saying it when our best players were guys like, I don't know, names of Stewart and Smith (laughs) and other bums. So with this team that's young, hungry, and actually has ball players, playmakers, coaches, assistant coaches, alpha males... The, the bar not only starts at 10, we're working our way up. But what I want to see is not like four losses, then five wins, and then three losses, and then, you know, six wins. I want to see a steady, good football team at the football field. And I'm talking about beating people up, outthinking people, putting up 40 points, having your quarterback throw at least five spirals a ball game. Like, this is all going to translate to big-time regular season success. The hype meter will continue to raise for this football team. They will dominate this division. There's no like, oh, let's see what we could do this year, or maybe we'll fall short to the Vikings. No. Like, you just take it now. (laughs) You take the division, first and foremost, You have the entire state of Michigan and and all across the country because everyone's saying, man, there's Lions stuff everywhere. Everyone's talking about the Lions. Once they know there's a home playoff game in Ford Field, just chalk up 
chalk up the dub right there. So there's your three X factors. It's a great regular season, very steady, you know, anywhere from 10 to 11, maybe 12 dubs. Then you're talking about getting that home playoff game absolutely sold out to the rooftops. I'll be there in person regardless of how I got to get there, what I got to do. And and then it's a, a playoff win. And then I put the TBD, we'll see, because who knows where that ride might end. Choppy, this is going to be an incredible season, both in professional football, you know, college football for us Michigan fans, uh, and all of Detroit sports. I mean, drink it in, everybody. Oh, drink it, up in. Okay, for... drink it in. Drink it in. Drink that in, Choppy. Yeah, you gotta you gotta serve it to me. You can't say drink it in and don't serve it. Come on, give me the cola. Give me the cola, bread. Let's go. So yes, I like your answers. You still you still didn't give me a number. You went 10, 11, 12, but that's okay. I'll let it all permissible. It's permissible. I'll allow it. I'll allow it because you did say we will win the division. And you did say we will win the playoff game. And I agree with you one hundred percent. And I'm putting the number at eleven. Mark it. Eleven, I like it. A conservative me was gonna say ten, but now we got the extra games. That's tense. Chappy, let me let me outdo you like I normally do. Give me twelve dubs for this football team. Give give me twelve wins. (laughs) Everybody, I mean, this was a this was a crumple up the paper type show. It was two buddies talking football. We got into some choppy hockey wings takes. My Pistons are still playing three card Monty, moving contracts. Yet they decide to give Beef Stew sixty mil, but in the NBA, fifteen mil is like a drop in the bucket in any other sport. So I'm good with it because Beef Stew is one of those character guys that everyone loves. The Lions have lots of character guys on offense, on defense, special teams. Even though those don't really matter anymore coaches and uh across the board so chops i appreciate you coming on man always fun to talk it up man i got i got nothing else for the people this is a fun show good to talk ball always fun to have you on man yeah great show okri listen i had a couple more queued up uh but we're gonna have to save those for another show because i think that uh there's i'm gonna have to give you a little uh we we didn't talk about my boy jared goff much this this uh this pod so you know i had to throw his name out there at least one more time before we said goodbye to the people thank you ring the bell and uh hashtag goff train as the original conductor it is my duty to bring him up every time i can um, but no, great show today. I think the people are going to love it. And uh, it's always a good time to uh, talk football. And man, it's it's like, it's right around the corner, people. Get ready. It's, 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 it's coming. You wake up from your summer lull. Get ready to drink the Kool-Aid. Get your butts down to Ford Field. Get your butts down to Allen Park. And get ready for some Lions football, baby. Woo-wee! Woo! Hashtag choppy liking. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate everybody that listens, reps this team, reps Detroit sports. And we'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in, man.